Welcome to the Family Business Podcast. This is actually a special Mother and I episode where it's just Sherry and I, and I'm pretty excited about that. I thought you were going to say Mommy and Me. Then it's a Mommy and Me episode. That's way cuter. Yeah, I guess it is. Okay, so a Mommy and Me episode. It is a Mommy and Me episode. I think the last time that we were together, just you and I, was when I was, I think, two or three at the Nautawasaga pool doing mommy and me swim lessons i think we've been together just you and i since (laughs) then but sure that's your last memory of just you and i time It's my last good memory i feel like we just spent a whole day in halifax together didn't we we did it was great yeah it was pretty cool yeah it was awesome so uh, i guess my question for you is what are we doing here today and why do we have just a solo episode with you and i you and I, as you know, but we're about to share with everyone else, are working on a special collaborative project. So Two special collaborative projects, technically. Technically, I think they're linked, very closely linked. I, as you know, have some crazy dreams and you have some crazy talent. So bringing those two things together has been beautiful. I, for a long time, have had lots of thoughts and have been doing lots of research and trying to find my voice as I've been trying to re-establish myself and find my vision for what the future looks like. You've been doing a pretty good job of it. Thanks. And I have a book in me. And so I started writing and it came pretty easy. Apparently I have a lot to say. No shock to any of you guys, but Yeah, I mean, where do you think that I'm smart and I get it from? <laughs> yeah, I have a lot to say. So I worked on quietly putting together a book with lots of the things that I've been learning and discovering, kind of the story of my life and who I was and where I've been and where I'm still trying to get to. And you took it across the finish line. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm trying very hard to make sure that it's the best book it could possibly be. As of right now, it's 232 pages, so pretty pumped about that. As of last night when I was reading how you ended and wrapped up my book, bawling my eyes out at the end of chapter 11 in my bed alone, (laughs) I'd say you did a pretty fantastic job. Thank you. I poured my blood, sweat, and tears into my portion over the past six months. I started it in January of this year. Pretty much have been like going through two chapters a month, and so we have 12 total now. And I was working on thinking like, I want to get this done before the end of the year. And then I got to March or April and realized like, oh, I could do two of these chapters in a month now. Like, let's speed this process up a little bit. And then I started to do three. And then I remember I did chapters seven, eight, and nine all in a one to two week period, which was like a lot more. Like I usually do like a full writing session of like a full day of just me putting all of my thoughts onto paper about what we're talking about and refining everything that you've provided me with. And it takes a lot out of me. And I did... I think three of those in a row, like within 10 days or something. It was a lot at the end. It was like, I never want to open up my laptop ever again, but (laughs) it was great. And like, it was really enjoyable to do. And also like the stuff that you provided with made it very easy to like format those stories with everything that you said, which was cool because like the outline that we were working from, like if you have no outline, it's really hard to get something right. But if you do have an outline, it's very easy if you know the person pretty well and Not that I would say this in a way that like I'm pumping my own self up, but I don't think anyone, because of what we talked about and we could talk about a little bit in this podcast, I don't think anyone that you would have hired would have been able to pull out of you what we pulled out of you for the book because you omitted some things that I said, I called you, remember one night and said like, hey, like you just skipped over a full year or two of your life. Let's go back. And so do you want to tell me about that? Well, a couple of things I wanted to add in there. For context, you are a professional copywriter. You have done ghostwriting of other people's books, and you're currently in film school. So you 
absolutely have the skills and the talents to do this partnership project with me. And I was really touched actually by, you've heard my stories your whole life. I am on a journey and I have a story to tell and I'm very factual and sometimes abrupt and don't use the most colorful storytelling words. So you certainly elaborated on it and made it more interesting and emotional and thought provoking with the structure of my stories and the way I wove the story together. And it just fascinated me to hear you elaborate on some of the things that honestly, I thought you're never listening when I talk. Oh no, I was listening. Sometimes. <laughs> but you were clearly listening because some of the stories of my life came through in a way that I hadn't expressed them in the initial draft of the book. And it was beautiful. And so I thank you. And this has been an amazing collaborative project that I feel so blessed that I can do it with my child. So that's amazing. It was definitely a neat experience. Yeah. Like to be, hey, I'm my mom now, and I'm going to write from the perspective of someone who's had an emotional relationship over the past years with like everything that you've gone through, which is what this book is all about, and what I've gone through in the past couple of years. It was pretty neat to write from someone else's perspective and then also provide commentary on what I was going through as if right. I'm someone else. I know. And like, I think that made me slightly more self-aware or like as I was doing it, I was like, oh yeah, no, I am an idiot. Actually, like that, <laughs> I shouldn't have done that or whatever it might be. And you'll hear it all in the book when you read it. So it's interesting though, because honestly, no one knows me as well as you and Sarah Marie do. Dad, of course, knows me extremely well. However, I wouldn't trust anybody else to be my voice. So on a day-to-day -day basis, Sarah Marie works in my business with me and I currently don't trust anyone else to speak on my behalf or post a social media post or create a social media post without me even seeing it first. I can exactly tell her, you know, say this kind of thing, but just be witty and brilliant and be me and she does it bang on every single time. It's also if she's like able to engage with people or respond to an inquiry, she knows how I know that person. So do I know that person from, you know, my insurance career years or from my cheerleading years or from church or from my childhood or whatnot? And I could never download that in someone else's brain. And same for you when it came to this project, there's no way I could have hired a stranger to get them to tell the stories as impactfully and emotionally as you did because you've lived it. This is your life too and it's really special and I want to leave it as a legacy for you guys but you know future grandchildren as well. Yeah I would love for them to read it one day and go wow grandma was amazing. Who? That I said it the exact way I wanted to. Yeah and I. So what's the name of the book called? Right yeah. so backstory actually I wanted to share because literally probably one of the most thoughtful things you ever did and Let's be honest, you haven't always been the most thoughtful person. Oh, we're cutting this from the podcast. Particularly no, as I'm it comes to it gift in. giving. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's a Be Real podcast. I, I'm going to say something nice. Let me get there. No, no, no. But I'm going to provide a little bit of commentary on this. My philosophy is if I'm kind to someone 365 days of the year, a gift shouldn't mean that much. And for some people it is because their love languages are different and their love languages might be gift, but mine is quality time with people. And so that's how I like to give certain things. So yes, historically in the past, as a kid and as a teenager and early adult, I haven't been the most thoughtful when it comes to Christmas gifts or anything because I figure, like, I already love you so much. Like, is that not enough? And Gifts are also not my love language. Words of affirmation are my love language. So tell me I'm great and I'll love you all day long. You don't have to give me a present. But this past Christmas, you actually gave me one of the most emotional, thoughtful gifts that I've ever received in my life, which brought me to tears. 
So we've been talking about this book for a while and it's been an idea that just started in the early days to work on. The book is actually called Doing It For Daisy and I'll give some context and backstory about who Daisy is and why that matters to me. But you actually created me a book cover that says a national bestseller, number one New York Times something, Doing It For Daisy book and you put it in a giant poster size frame yeah it was like a movie poster size frame yeah. and pulled it out on christmas morning and said we're putting this up in your office and it's going to be what you look at all day every day and we're going to write this and we're going to manifest this coming to reality and so that's actually where we are now and that's yeah. what we're doing we did it we, we did, did it. it for daisy we're doing it for daisy <laughs> yeah so going backwards to you saying grandma i guess the punchline of it all is that i am far too vain and far too insecure to believe I'm old enough to be a grandmother. I'm not a grandmother, just for the record. Neither of my children have children yet. I feel like I'm 35 in my head. I still run around in my red high heels at 150% all the time. And I can't process that I could be old enough to be a grandmother, but I certainly could be at any time in the future, probably in the next three to five years. And I've decided that when I become a grandmother, I don't want to be grandma or granny or nana or all of those names that just sound old to me and no disrespect to the people who use those names. They're beautiful and if they work for you, great. But I've decided I want to be called Daisy. The reason for that is actually that my grandmother's name was Daisy. And so Daisy to me means grandma. That is exactly the word that means grandma to me. And then I also started to research a little bit further. And when you look up the definition of a daisy, it is strong and bold and beautiful and has strong roots and is all good things. And that is a perfect description for who I want to be in the future and who I'm continuing to strive to become. And so I'm not going to give away the premise of the story or the message in the story, but I'm still on my journey to become Daisy. And Daisy, future Sherry, is strong and confident and has shed the ghosts of her childhood and the insecurities of the little girl who grew up in a suburb of Toronto and wasn't very confident and went through a lot of journey and a lot of evolution in her life and is still striving over the age of 50 to become a better, stronger version of herself and have new adventures. And so now when I'm doing something or I need to give myself a positive affirmation or put my decision through a filter, I tell myself I'm doing it for Daisy and Daisy's who I'm striving to become. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. It is a fantastic story. I think a ton of people are going to resonate with it and relate to it. And I don't want to give any details away because I want people to read it the first time and be blown away with everything that you had to say and all of the ways you communicate exactly your message that you're trying to tell people. So that's pretty incredible. Therefore, what are we doing here today? Well, Why are we in this conference hall? Well, we are doing a filming day and we're filming a number of different projects that I'm working on. There is a reason that it's in this room. So we are actually, you know, not in our home office. We're not in any of our normal workspaces. We're actually at the Four Point Sheridan downtown Kingston. And there is a very specific reason that we are here on this day, but I won't give that away. That will be an interesting part of the book and an interesting part of my journey. And in addition to that, and kind of as a concurrent project with the same theme, I'm also launching a podcast. And so the podcast is called the Encore Podcast. And the mission of the Encore podcast is to showcase and profile women like me who had to reinvent themselves over the age of 50 
lots of times around that time, there's a bounce or a shift in who you are, what your feelings are about life and the second half or the second act of your life. And a lot of people go through a season of change and it sucks. It's difficult and it's hard. And the world isn't always paying attention to 50-year-old ladies and what they're up to, but I think we have a message. And I know so many amazing women who are doing incredible things in completely different generations of their careers. And kind of to encapsulate it all, what Encore means is, you know, after the big show. So you had the big show, the band played all their hits and their famous songs and things like that, but they wait until the end for the loudest applause and really the best songs are still yet to be sung. And I feel like that is the season of life that I'm in and the people that I know are in. And I really want to showcase that. And I want to give them a platform and give them a place to tell their stories. And so today we recorded the initial episode of the Encore podcast. And then we did two additional ones to have ready for release with two of my first guests that I'm very excited about. And I'm just honored and privileged to do all this hard work with you and that you and Sarah Marie and dad believe in me so much that we've invested all this time and energy and you're sharing your talents with us all that we're on this journey together. So it's beautiful. I'm excited. To be honest, I'm exhausted. I've been literally talking all day. Yeah, we haven't stopped recording and this is like hour 10 now. Right. So I'm almost ready to stop talking for the day. However, I have to go show houses. So when we wrap this up, I'm back to that side of my career and back to that side of my life. And that's why we're here. I don't know if you have any more that you want to add or your perspective on how things are, where we're at and how we got here, but I would also be happy to hear that. Well, I can certainly say that from an unbiased perspective, I think that the interviews you've done today with these two ladies and your solo intro episode are really powerful, regardless of who's listening. And the messages are incredible. So it'll be really great when those both come out and your solo episode. And I can't wait to see all the other interviews that you do with people because I know they're going to be just as incredible, if not even more, as you evolve and continue to grow at being a podcast host and doing the interview things. Obviously, all day today, you got great compliments from me, Sarah Marie, and both of the ladies about how great of an interviewer you are. And I think that just comes naturally. So it's a talent that you have that I very much admire. And I definitely think that people are going to, A, be blown away by your story, but also love whatever format they're consuming it in. So one of the projects, without giving too much of it away, is a documentary promoting the book. And so like, it doesn't give every detail away about what happens in the book by any means. We only touched on like, 5% of what's actually in the book and the message, but it is a great promotional thing for the book release. And I'm so excited for people to see that, fall in love with it and you, and then go read the book too and hear the punchline to the story and your message, which it'll all be incredible. Like when it comes out, you know, that'll be one of your moments that matter. Ah, nice. I like that beautiful segue. Yes. So I do have one more question before we wrap it up. How has today been for you personally in terms of I mean, you got very emotional at some points and you also got very fast paced and high energy at some points and to transition back and forth between those things on top of interviewing people throughout the day. We've recorded now five podcast episodes plus this full documentary project and two of the podcast episodes are going to end up looking like full-time talk shows, which will be really, really cool and it'll be awesome for people to see those. But yeah, how has that been? 
It's definitely been a long day. And again, without giving away the reason that we're here in this specific location, an emotional day. So even taking the drive down here today was emotional. And I definitely let that out. And I did share that with the world earlier on my social media. So if anybody does follow just my personal page, there's a little bit of a teaser, I guess, about us working on something and the reason. And I had to go back to some raw times and places in my life to actually tell the story and give it its full color so people understand who I am and where I came from. So that was definitely emotionally tasking, particularly because I haven't allowed myself to go there for a very long time. I very much focus forward and I very much focus on the positive and I don't see any reason to bring the baggage of the past into your future. So I literally left that all behind me, but I think it was important probably even for my own journey, as well as to share my story to revisit it. And I hadn't revisited it in a long time. So when the tears came, they were sincere. And I was glad I was able to bounce back out of that space really quickly, which I think is a testament to how much evolving and how much healing I have done since that rocky time. And then getting into the good stuff, I always get excited about building my business, building the business of other people, and just creating. I have this calling inside me, I guess. Maybe it's a gift. We'll see how it turns out. It's definitely a gift. Oh, I can, thanks. Yeah. That I just want to be an advocate and be the voice of my generation and say, hey, we're still here. We're still proud and loud and beautiful and bold and have all sorts of decision-making power and still doing amazing things. And I'm going to be the person who gives everybody the platform to celebrate that. And so, yeah, this has been a really long day. I have been through the highs and the lows of the valleys of my life and shared a lot of stories, but I am very excited to end it on a high because I'm so excited about the next couple of years and where I'm going with my primary business, being in real estate, and then all these passion projects that I have going on. It's just fun. And I'm just excited to get up every day. I literally can't wait to get up some days. My alarm is set for five, but I'm often up at four. And I start my day with a hardcore morning routine, which is including listening to an inspirational or motivational podcast and listening to uplifting music. And it just sets my day on the absolute right course. And excited. I, I'm just excited to live and to do all the crazy things I want to do. I just feel like there's not enough time. So I got to make the most of the next 50 years. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I know you've heard me speak over the past couple of weeks about how excited I am for everything that I have going on in my life too. And I'm so happy that we're both at that stage in our life right now and experiencing it together with everything that we're both doing. And we can get into my stuff at a later episode and talk about all that stuff when it actually happens. Oh, absolutely. But it's definitely cool because there were times where we were experiencing the same thing, but in the worst way possible. Right. And Identity crisis 2.0 for both of us. <laughs> yeah. You'll read about all of it in the book. That was definitely an interesting period of both of our lives and I didn't envy dad <laughs> being no, in that house. I bet Smad was happy she was away at university. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely been a lot of growing for both of us too. And I think that is a giant testament and everything that we've done today and what we've been working on over the past six months is like a really great reflection of that. So it's kind of cool to just bask in it and be like, this is a moment of growth yeah, and absolutely. like a significant moment of growth that you can actually physically pinpoint. And the fact that you're back in this room. The room where it happened. Yeah. The room where it happened is pretty darn cool so i'm just excited to show everybody all of it nice thank you yeah well thank you so much for listening we will be back with more content shortly lots of more interviews lots of more stuff coming down the pipeline so 
This is just the beginning and get ready.